morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Mine. It's Thursday the 28th of September and I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm pretty well, thank you, pretty well. Did you get rained on? Uh, no, not today. Uh, Good. Sure I've done. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, right, uh, we talked a bit about uranium yesterday and how the space was good for um, uh, fundraising. And Yellowcake have come up with a hundred million pound raise uh, to um, exercise their uranium purchase option from Kazatomprom. Any thoughts there, Paul? Yeah, the interesting thing was is they released the fact that they or the press release uh, that uh, they were going to do this raise after the market closed yesterday in London, and it was all done and dusted uh, here with the first announcement out there or first uh, thing uh, this morning. Uh, so obviously, it had been working on in the background here for some time and just meeting regulatory requirements uh, as to when the actual postings have been made here. But uh, it is a U.S. $125 million raise, and it was raised at a placing price of £5.50 per share. Uh, yeah. Um, so that purchase at, I think, about £65.5, so already in the, in the money on the current spot price, which is probably being supported further by some rumours yesterday that uh, Arano's operating licence has been revoked in Niger. Um, the other thing in that announcement is it looks like there's an agreement for some liquidity the other way um, with an agreement with Uranium Royalty Corps able to purchase up to $2.5 million a year of um, uranium on a sort of reverse basis to the way that the option with Kazatomprom um works so getting some profit taking or mm -hmm. some liquidity back into the into the fund that way right um yesterday g silver um in mexico came out with an updated mineral resource on the san ignacio mine um san ignacio mine uh, part of their group of projects quite close to uh, guanajuato city uh, the mines are sort of spoke mine that fills into the cata mill by the valenciana complex which is right above the city itself um but this is a significant upgrade about 20 million silver equivalent ounces added to the group inventory so now standing about 80 million ounces in total, a uh, 130% increase in measured and indicated and 283% in the inferred category. So significant increase from the drilling that they've been doing and reinterpretation of historic work. Um, about 22 new veins incorporated into the mine model now. I think this is really important because um when g silver acquired these projects um, the previous owners because of constrained resources had let the resources the compliant resources deplete um and so the the, the nominal mine lives look 
quite short, whereas we know that the structures are far bigger um, and can support long life operations. But showing that to the market um, wasn't possible without this sort of um, increase. So that's really good for demonstrating to the market that G Silver can operate these mines for a long time to come. Yes, and uh, investors should remember these assets specifically uh, came out of uh, the uh, purchase from uh, Great Panther, which is subsequently after that went into administration. It just demonstrates how little uh, uh, discretionary capital Great Panther had in recent years and actually uh, to develop further resources. Uh, so, And uh, G Silver had recognized this when they did their due diligence, and therefore we're just seeing some um, fulfillment of that uh, that we can see in the marketplace now. Yeah, and that bankruptcy in large part caused by um, Great Panther's environmental fines in in Brazil um, and the issues that they had at that operation there. Um, uh, There's PFS out this morning from Sovereign Metals, Paul. Yes, that's right. That's the dual-listed entity with the absolutely huge and world-class Kasaya, Rutil, and Graphite uh, saprolite uh, deposits uh, there in the uh, country of Malawi. And the PFS showing it that will have a $16 billion in product revenue over life of mine. And it will be the lowest, if not within the, the lowest uh, quartile on its cost to basis, uh, given the quality and the ease of mining. Rio Tinto's recognized this. They made a significant investment into sovereign metals some time ago, Rio Tinto being um, a rutile producer with the mineral sands in Africa, so they definitely see the po- uh, possibilities here. Cash operating costs estimated to be U.S. $404 a ton of product, and the after-tax IRR at 28% with a just under $600 million uh, capex and a $1.6 billion NPV, so Really looking strong project here for Sovereign Metals uh, and both Rutil and Graphite being really um, substantial uh, critical raw materials uh, going forward for the electrification of the globe. Yeah, very good. Uh, Anything else, Paul? Just real quick that Hummingbird Resources, the London quoted gold uh, producer, also put out uh, half year results today. Not to mention too much here because it's an extensive release, but uh, they did uh, have just a slight rise in net debt, uh, up to 122 million for a rise of about 3 million. But uh, they did over the period also update their reserve and resource statement, which showed a a nice uh, change in uh, reserves and resources back on the 13th for total group resources, just under 7 million ounces. Uh, Yep. Yeah. Strong improvement in earnings there. And I think that debt being pretty flat shows that they're starting to bottom out um, and get things back on track, particularly with Carusa now coming on stream um if that's everything paul then i think we'll call it a day there all right we will see you again tomorrow
Yep, speak to you then. Cheers. Mm-hmm.